Welcome to Career Chat, where we discuss career stories to help find a path for you. I'm your host, Andrea LeBaron, and it's my goal to help you find meaningful work. Marilyn Ferentz has always loved creating a budget and managing her family finances. With an education and work experience in business management, monitoring money came easy to her. But she saw a need for a simpler system of budgeting, one that anyone could use. Marilyn is now the co-founder of Auto, an app to help you organize your personal finances. If you've ever wondered what it takes to create an app, this episode is for you. Marilyn walks us through the process from beginning concepts to designing, developing, launching, and marketing an app. She'll also share what she learned along the way and the career advice she tell her kids. Join me. Welcome to Career Chat, Marilyn. It is so great to have you. It's great to be here. Could you in, uh, introduce yourself to get us started? Tell us a little bit about who you are and maybe your family. Um, we're going to jump into your career um, experience, but I wondered if you could maybe give us what you would consider your job title. Okay, so I'm Marilyn Ferentz. I guess I am the founder of Auto. It's an, an app that helps people with the, their money. And I have three kids. I'm married, have three kids and one granddaughter and another one on the way, a grandson. And yeah, so I'm, the, I mean, I also do, you know, when I say I'm the founder of this company, I also pretty much do everything else, marketing and I'm, and I would say I'm the co-founder. I have a business partner also that helps me with it. So it's not just me, but it's just us and we do a lot of everything. So, yeah. Oh, that's so great. And that's why I am so excited to get into this. I, you and I um, knew each other in high school. I just have always admired you and we caught up with each other a couple of weeks ago and you mentioned that you had created this app and I immediately was like, I have to talk to you because I don't know anyone personally who has started an app and the whole process seems very mysterious to me. I, I just don't have any idea how you would go about that. So this is going to be very fascinating for me, but um, you mentioned that the name of your company is Auto and yeah. that's also the name of the app as well yeah so the app i'm our url or like our website is yeah auto save o-t-t-o save dot com but um so auto actually the company started with a different name i started it as defend your money hmm. but then as we kept going um the, and i'll say it was defend your money because i saw earning the money is the financial offense and taking care of the money is the financial defense. So I used to tell my husband, you're the, uh, the financial offensive coordinator and I'm the defensive coordinator. So <laughs> that's kind of why I called it defend your money. But then as we started going, my business partner decided we needed a shorter, better name. And Otto happens to be the name of our dog that we've had, our little cockapoo <laughs> that we've had forever. And... Um, and I had known this at one point, but it also means um, uh, wealth and prosperity in German. It, that's what it means. It's a German name. And it means that. So 
we thought it was fitting. So that's the name. And then, but like auto save, you know, we were able, we had to just search for what can we get that goes with auto and it was auto save S-A-V-E. So that's where we are. I love that. That's so unique and such a fun story. Um, So is this an app that you can get in the app store? Yeah. So it's actually on the web Mm -hmm. and it's a web app and on the app store. Okay. Places. Yeah. Great. And um, I noticed I did a little bit of sleuthing and um, checked into it. And what if it looks to me like your tagline is it's easier than a budget. Right. And I would love to hear more about that. Like what, what is it that um, you felt there was a need out there for something that would help you with budgeting and would be easier than a budget? Right. Okay. So I'd always been kind of a financial person. Right. And so <laughs> when I, I had actually graduated in man, business management and I worked, went to work for a money management firm before I had kids. And then I quit when I had kids to stay home and take care of them. And, but I was still into the money. So I, and my husband's not good with money. So I said, we, I will take care of our money. So, um, so I started budgeting and I took it seriously and I would spend hours each month, you know, guessing what are we going to make? What are we going to spend? And then looking back at what did we make and how did we spend it? And how did my predictions compare with what we actually did? And it just took a lot of time. It was exhausting. And, and one day I was, I heard the statistic that about 30% of people budget. And I thought, you know, here we hear everybody tells you, you need a budget, you need a budget, you need a budget. And yet only 30% of people, and I think that's high, are budgeting. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, I know why, because it's so confusing and complicated and time consuming. And I'm a money person and I don't even like it. So I started thinking there has to be an easier way to do this. So I started organizing, physically organizing our money in separate checking and savings accounts. Like I had a checking account for our bills and one for, you know, basic spending. I had, um, I had an account for eating out, for clothing, for vacations. I really, I had a whole bunch of accounts. And I know that sounds, you know, crazy, but for me, it was so much easier. And I was just like, I love just putting the money aside. And anyway, I just thought it was so great. And almost immediately I started being smarter with our money and our finances started improving. And I was like, this is so great. And it was so quick. So it was working great for me for a long time. And finally I was like, oh, I I started telling people, oh, you've got to do this. It's so great. But what I realized really quick was that unless you're really good at spreadsheets, mm-hmm. that it wasn't that easy for you. So I was like, okay, if I really want this to be easy for people, because that was my goal, I want to make an easy way to take care of your money. Then I thought, I need, I need an app. I need something that'll bring in your bank balances, that'll bring in your credit card charges. And now, in fact, the app, you don't even have to open up multiple accounts. It just takes the accounts that you have, like your checking and savings accounts, and it creates within your accounts, like sub accounts. So it divides up the money and organizes it for you. So 
that has been my goal all along. It's just like, okay, I got to make this easier, easier, easier. And so that's why I decided to do an app. I love that. And I, I wondered, so it, is it taking the place of your bank in some ways? Like you're transferring, um, you're connecting the app to your bank, right? So that, right. so it, it doesn't take the place of your bank. It, it kind of is like a companion, maybe okay. the money is still. And in fact, I know there are some apps out there that are starting to like take your money, like even Venmo, right? It right. holds on to your money and that's how it makes money, right? It's holding right. On to your money. So no, our app doesn't, doesn't do that. It doesn't touch your money. It more is just like a companion. Your money is still sitting in your bank and it just kind of sits over it maybe and, and organizes the money within the app. Okay. Anyway, so it doesn't, yeah. In fact, yeah, that was something, you know, I didn't want it to touch people's money. Um, I mean, that was one thing I thought is when I was building this, you know, some people were like, oh, you can get developers in India and stuff like that. And I was thinking, no, we're talking about people's money here. This has to be really secure and really safe. So we, you do have to connect it to your bank. So we bring in, but it's information only, you know, we bring in your balances and then it, it brings in your credit card charges, but that's, that's just information only. No one can, you know, play with your money using our app or touch your money or move, move it or any access it or anything. Okay. And so you're not actually like paying bills or paying your credit card from the app. Yeah. You're just using it to kind make of sure oversee the money. the money. Make sure the money's where it needs to be. Yeah. To, to do that. Right. But yeah. Okay. That's great. Um, so did you do any kind of like market research before you decided to go ahead with this idea? Like, did you kind of try to see like, what else is out there? And... Oh, oh, totally. I mean, because yeah. I didn't set out to necessarily do an app. I mm -hmm. really set out to try to help people do the, you know, manage their money in an easier way. And I, and in fact, I tried to use my system with like Mint and with other um, money management or budgeting softwares, yeah. but I just didn't feel, you know, I tried so many of them and I just never felt like any of them were really doing, they were all too complicated, frankly. I was just mm -hmm. like, no, this is still too complicated. And I was like, there's gotta be an easy way. So my goal all along was I gotta have it easier. And so- so yeah, so I guess that's what the research I would have done was just looking at all these different ones to see if I could find anything that worked. And Did you always set out to do an app or did you come to that after you, like did the website follow the app or was it the other way around? Because you do have a companion website, right? That okay, so people... yeah, so the website would probably be more just um, inform information to help you with the app, right? To get you started on the app. Um, so like I said, I, I think early on, I realized that I needed an app if it was going to be easy enough for people that aren't into money, mm -hmm. I would need an actual app, something that does the math for you. That's just simple. And so, so yeah, I, I did, I think I just, and it, and I just, I got my, got it in my head and I just couldn't stop thinking. So I just, I did it. Yeah. Is there any kind of a vetting process or a screening process where 
you kind of run your idea past someone who knows about apps or are you just sort of talking to people and saying, what do you think about this? And like before it even, you even put pen to paper, are you, you know, saying, is this a viable idea? Like, how do you find out, like if someone else is like got this idea going around in their head and they're like, is this even something I could turn into an app? Like, how do you know? Yeah, it's hard. You know, I did look that other, um, there are other budgeting companies that are making mm -hmm. it. And so I thought, hey, if, if they can make it, then I can make it too. And um, so as far as vetting, but there are a lot of apps out there. So I guess it would depend on your idea. I would, I would definitely just research all the other uh, apps that are out there that are kind of doing what you want to do with your app. And yeah, I did talk to some people in the, in, in, in the industry and just to see, you know, it is a different, I, I, I think anybody I talked to didn't fully understand what I, what my vision was, you know, but I mean, I think they liked the idea, oh, to have something easy, you know, that's easy is good. So anyway, I don't know, but at the same time, I had no idea when I started what it would well, what that's, what, happen, that's what I can't wait to find out I really yeah. I I just think you're going to be able to give us so much information before we go there though did you have any hesitation before you pulled the trigger on this like were you were you ever just laying in bed going what have I done or were you just like full steam ahead I'm going for it Oh, so the, the laying in bed, what have I done happened after I'd already started it. <laughs> but before, I will say this, before I got started, okay, so I had been really good with our money. So at one point I had a nice chunk of money and I was thinking, I'm going to use this money to start an app. But I was hesitant. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't. And one day I was talking to one of my really close friends and she said to me, would you remodel your kitchen with that money? And I said, well, yeah, sure, I would remodel. She said, then just build the app, you know? And so now I say, well, many kitchen remodels later, I now have an app. <laughs> so you're saying it takes a significant amount of money or it has taken you a significant uh -huh. amount of money to get this going. Oh yeah, yeah, more than I... I, I think it, I think we're all naive on some level when we get started with something, but yeah, it's taken a lot more time and a lot more money than I thought it would, but, but it's still, it's coming along. <laughs> so great. Do you, is like, what's the first step when you're going to make an app? Like, I know you could just Google it or you could go on YouTube, like how to create an app. Um, I don't know if you, you say that you, you definitely had some business um, background, but did you have to have a coding, you know, background? Do you, did you outsource that sort of right. thing or what did you, how did you do that? Yeah. So I have no coding background, although the more I've thought about it and looked into it, I think most people that create an app have coding background. Mm. There are some platforms now that help you create a coding, like create an app without coding. Mm. They're almost like the way there are now platforms like that help you create a website without coding. Like it used right. to be in order to create a website, you had to have coding background. And now like I created our website on Wix 
I have no coding experience, but they've made that possible. And so I think there are some platforms now that allow you to create an app um, kind of similar to the way they let you create a website, but it probably depends on the type of website or type of app rather that you're trying to create. So I, so I, um, we met with a, we totally have outsourced the development of the app. We have some developers in um, Boulder, Colorado. I had a friend that had lived there and she knew some people that knew this guy and he's been really great. So, you know, we've, we've had this development firm. And so we've had a couple, you know, quite a few developers on this, from this one group and they've done all the developing for us. But we have done, you know, so we've, we've ended up doing the design. We've designed the app. And that's something that at first they were helping us do, but eventually we just took over the design. And so I'd say that's something you could do. Like you can start looking into like looking at the design of other apps that are out there and say, what would I like mine to, to look like? And, and you would like lay it out. I mean, I have a daughter actually, who's a UX user experience designer, and she works with the apps at Vivint. Mm. And that's kind of how she does it. Like, and she's helped us with our design. Like, you know, we just design, okay, this is going to be what it looks like. And then you'll push this button and it'll open this. And so I would say that's something that you could start doing, maybe designing and thinking it through before you take it to a developer to, and, and really, you know, think through every step and, you know, that would be something you could do first and to get started. So once you're with your you've hired a designer, you've hired a developer, um, you know, are you kind of standing over their shoulder going, okay, this is what I want. This is how I want it to look. They're going to be writing the code that actually mm -hmm. makes that happen. And then I imagine you're just tweaking and tweaking and tweaking as you go along until you get it to the point where it's ready to go. Um, how long do you think that process takes or how long did it take you to go from like, I've got this idea until we've got an app ready to go. Well, we've been doing it for about four and a half years. And I know that sounds like a lot, but, um, and, and that also partially was like money. Like we have, we, you know, we, we've just kind of paid for it as we went. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, but, but it was also, you, you, you'll build a little bit and then you have to test it. And then you realize, oh, okay, this isn't working. So now we need to tweak that. And then we just kind of build and build and build and keep tweaking and keep testing. And yeah. Um, Have you launched? So at some point, are you launching it and then you're continuing to tweak it? Or do you wait until you feel like it's as good as it's going to get and then we launch it? Um, no, you, you, you kind of launch it and then you like have beta testers, right? And then you keep launching it. In fact, I had someone send me a quote, the friend sent me a quote the other day and, and she, it said, if you're not embarrassed by the earliest versions of your product or service, <laughs> then you waited too long to launch. And I was like, okay, I, I did not wait too long to launch. I look back now sometimes and I'm like, oh, I cannot believe we did. It was, you know, it just used to look like that or worked like that. So, right. 
we didn't wait too long to launch. But yeah, I think you kind of just launch along the way. Some people, I mean, I'm sure there's a fine line because you don't want to launch too early and then have it just be terrible. Mm-hmm. But I think you, yeah, you want to launch earlier. You don't want to wait too long to launch. You're going to be embarrassed. It's not going to work, but you're, yeah, but, but you just keep working at it, keep tweaking it. So how long was it before, how long was it from like, concept until you launched well are you just barely getting it out now or has it been out for a while oh it's it's been out for a while but it's yeah it's been out for I mean people have been using it boy people have been using it from from almost the beginning so no it would I guess maybe maybe it was about a year after we kind of started just with the very minimal we launched maybe after we had been working on a year but it wasn't like full-time a year it was like and it was like working through just all the design. I mean, you had to design it. So it was probably a year from starting to design it and then working it, you know, through all that before we then were actually using it, I would say. Did it feel like a full-time job for you or were you just kind of coming at it part-time here and there? It was pretty much full-time for me. I mean, I've been working, yeah, like not like all all hours of the night. I mean, really just cause I, and I think at first I was thinking, we just got to get this done. We got to get this done. And I was really, really focused. And now I realize, oh, this is just going to take forever. <laughs> so I'm not as intense about it anymore. Like I'll take more time off. And, and I mean, I mean, I still feel like I definitely spend a full-time job, but I'm not working all into the night. Like I, I was at the beginning, you know, sure. so. oh. So you mentioned that you have a co-founder. At what point did you decide I need a partner in this? Uh, that was about two years ago. About okay. two years ago, I just felt like I got to bring someone else on because it was just, it was just getting to be too much, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's it's taking care of the existing customers that you have, making, and then updating, and then, you know, and marketing. I mean, there's just you know so many so many aspects. I just thought I cannot do this alone. And it's also been really nice because it feels really heavy when you're the only one making the decisions. Absolutely. And my, how do you market an app? Okay. So, I mean, we're just, I mean, we're in the process of marketing, you know, like I said, I feel like we've been working on it and we will, we, we have marketed here and there all along just to see, you know, how does this work? How does this work? And, and we're kind of like really entering a more heavy marketing phase. It's funny, people just find you like on the app store. I, I, you know, like we'd have no, no marketing going on whatsoever and people are just signing up and I'm like, I don't even know how you found us. And we're like, I'm not ready for you to find us. What are you doing signing up for my app? <laughs> but um, so, uh, so like we, you know, we do Google ads. We have done like app store ads. We're also right now um, working with micro influencers, like small um, Uh influencers on Instagram who are money, like money mentors or financial coaches and Uh their money. So we're working with them to, you know, for them to, you know, give us a plug or, 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 you know, things like that. So we're basically anything and everything. I mean, we're just like, you know, seeing what works the best and, you know, we still haven't decided what works the best. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it sounds like when you create an app, it's just, 
like it's never quite the work is never done right there's always something more that you're doing to make it better or reach more people or yeah yeah and even I mean I just I think this is one thing I didn't understand is that it's just there's constantly um issues that come up like it might not even be something that's in our code but it might be a piece of code that somebody that we used from somebody else and they made a change and it like is upstream from us and so downstream and all of a sudden we're like what in the heck is going on with the app why isn't this working or like we connect to like we have a service that connects us to the banks and that's always we're trying to make sure that works and that there's issues there so it's just a constant yeah there's always things happening and yeah and you're right always ideas like hey wouldn't it be cool if we you know did this or did that or so yeah wanting to keep updating it so this might sound like a really dumb question but how do you make money on an app that is free so our app yeah so our app is not free it's, okay. a, it's a subscription service okay so we like you get 30 days free to give it a try. And then, you know, during that 30 days, we're trying to educate you and motivate you to say, hey, you're really going to love this, you know, and then we charge $5.99 a month or right. $65.89 a year, you get a month free <laughs> <laughs> if you do the year. But, um, but yeah, but uh, anyway, so that's how, that's how we make money. Okay. That makes sense. Um, are there any like social media groups or any type of like app mentors that if you're wanting to build an app, you're wanting to kind of join that circle of people that run apps that you could kind of reach out to and like bounce questions off of and anything like that? You know, I, I haven't found any necessarily, but like, like I would say the mentors that I had were my develop was my development team. That's who okay. I worked with. But like I said, I did find that there are some platforms now that are helping people, you know, build apps. And I'm, you know, I, if I think about like Wix, where I built our website, there have been so many, you know, I can get so much help. There's so many YouTube people talking about that and answering every single question and Really, it's amazing what these platforms can allow you to do with, you know, with very little, you know, no coding experience and just just to help you learn the system. I mean, it's absolutely amazing what they do. So I don't necessarily know of um, app building, but I'm sure that there are some out there. I, I think more than building of the app, you know, that would be something you just learn. It would be probably more what is this app doing? What field is this in? And I'd say that's more the group because that those are other people that I've talked to, like people who are in the financial industry, financial coaches, and those kind of things. So depending right. on what your app does. Okay. So what I'm really curious to know is like, what have you learned in this process of building an app? Like, if you could give advice to someone who is just starting that journey, has a great idea, really feels solid about it, but is just starting, what, what would you say? Right. I would say, you know, for sure, make sure you are passionate about it. Like I'd say, make sure you've been passionate about it for a while, 
because it is going to take longer than you think to get this going. And you're going to have to maintain that excitement for this for, for a long period of time. And then I feel like this is something that I really learned is that at the beginning, when we would have problems come up, I would just be devastated, you know, like, I cannot believe, oh, you know, and now, I mean, I've learned that when these problems happen, oh, this, I, this is a learning experience. This is going to be good. We are going to emerge from this better than we were. Mm. And so I feel like now when a problem comes, yes, I might still be momentarily like, oh, I can't believe this, but I'm, but I'm not as devastated as I was. I'm like, hey, we're going to fix this. We're going to take care of it. And it's going to be even better. And so that's advice I would say is don't get discouraged when things happen. Just say, hey, this is going to be a learning experience and, and I'm going to make this better. I love that. And I think there's so many applications for that in life, right? When things happen and, you know, you, you need to just pick up and, and get moving and, you know, and make it a learning experience. I think that's great advice. So is there anything that you would tell yourself, um, if you could, if you could go back and tell yourself at the beginning of this journey? I mean, I I worry that I would have said, oh, this is going to be so much work, you know, so much more work and I wouldn't have done it because even though it has been, I, I'm, I really, I've had so much fun and I've learned so much. I'm really glad I did it. And not that I couldn't have been happy doing something else. I think I could have, but I, you know, I'm really glad I did it. There are so many things that now I think, oh, if I had only known this, I would have done it different. I mean, like I said, the app is so completely changed from when we first started, but it's also, it was just all kind of the learning experience. I mean, we learned a lot and it's so much better now than it was that I think, well, that was part of the process. So I, 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 I laugh because my developer did say, hey, if you know anybody who's wants to do an app. So yeah, if you do want to do an app, I can hook you up with this great guy. <laughs> Um, he said to me, oh yeah, if you know anybody that wants to, you know, that needs help, let me know. And I said, oh yeah, if I can't talk them out of it first. I'll, I'll <laughs> <laughs> said because like, so said from someone who, who actually knows what it takes. <laughs> but really, if, if, I mean, it's, I think, you know, there's so many good ideas out there and I'd hate for people not to do something that they're passionate about just because it is going to be a lot of work because everything's a lot of work. So, I mean, I, I want good ideas to get out there. I think there's lots of good ideas out there. So I would say do it, but make sure it's your passion and be ready for a lot of work. Yeah. That's great advice. Do you have any, just in a final question, do you have any career advice that you would give just in general, maybe something you'd tell your kids I think, I think one important thing with, I mean, I think you want to do something that you're passionate about, something you're interested in, but I think it's really important that you, you balance your personal life with your career. I think that's something that I've learned, especially working with like these developers who they work from home. And I learned really early on that they are very, very protective of their personal time. Like, Hey, five o'clock. I'm out of here, you know, and, and I think that's a really good thing to be like, yes, I I have my job and I do it and I love it, 
but to be able to say, no, I'm putting that aside when I'm not going to work on it. And so to balance your personal and your, and your work life. And then also, I really think that experience is more important than education. Mm. Education and getting a good education is important, but I think experience, you, I think while you're getting an education, you should be getting experience in the field you want to be working in and, and um, just, yeah, getting experience is, is more important, I would say, than the education. It's part of the education, but yeah, anyway. Absolutely. I think that's such a great point. And I, I completely agree. If you want to go into an area, test it out or, mm -hmm. you know, something that allows you to get a peek into that world. So, you know, the direction that you're going is something that you want to do. For sure. For sure. Marilyn, this has been so great okay. and really informative. Thank you yeah. so much for being my guest. Well, it's been really fun. Fun to talk to you. Thanks for joining me today on Career Chat. Any links we talked about will be in the episode notes. You can find me on Instagram at Career Chat Pod. And if you like this episode, please leave me a review on Apple Podcast. See you next time.